Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hey, welcome to the Viewmasters. Episode 299. You want to go mines? Sorry. <laughs> Friday the 13th, part 7. Oh, that one. <laughs> the New Blood. <laughs> my name is Eric. Oh, my name's Joe. Hi, Joe. Hi, Eric. <laughs> Just powering through. Um, thank you. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. So, what? Uh, Two ninety-nine. are you out of your mind? No? Nothing? No. I feel like that was like a, a ad thing for, I don't know, maybe the late 80s, early 90s. Huh. I don't know what it would have been for. <clears throat> drawing the line at two ninety-nine? No, not drawing the line. That's a different thing <laughs> that, that lasted probably a lot shorter. A lot less time than, than two ninety nine. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? I guess. But I remember when DC announced that I thought two ninety nine. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> uh, it might not even be two ninety nine in the ad. It was just something ninety nine. Huh. Are you out of your mind? All right. I'll look it up. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it right now. No, that's fair. Yeah, because because I want to know. All right. What the fuck I'm thinking of? Me too, honestly. <laughs> Let's see. Are you one ninety nine? Are you out of your mind? Denny's Grand Slam promotion. What? All right. Must be a while. There hasn't been a Denny's in Dayton. Denny's original Grand Slam breakfast is now just a dollar ninety nine. One ninety nine? Are you out of your mind? Crazy! You get two eggs, two fluffy hotcakes, two bacon, and two sausages for just one ninety nine. One ninety nine? Are you out of your mind? The Grand Slam, the most famous cooked order breakfast in America, just one ninety nine. long can this ad last? That felt very, very long. <laughs> it started <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> that is an incredible deal for that much food, That though. is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm impressed. It was like, yeah, it looked like it was early 90s. Okay. Because, right. yeah, there has not been a Denny's in Dayton for at least 15 years. For a while. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The one on... Uh, the one on... Uh, on Main Street hung on for a while. Yeah, but I still feel like it's, that one closed a long time ago. Yeah, I think it was before we moved. So yeah. at least at least five or six years ago. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I, I do like Denny's. Yeah, you too. Uh, I wish there was one around. Me too. Yeah. Uh, when, when I would uh, take trips to Florida to, to see my friend Carrie, uh, just the way it seemed to always work out is that I would fly in and get there at like midnight Sure. And then she would have to drive up from, you know, where she lived 
to the Orlando airport, which was about a three-hour drive. Oh, God. Uh, and then we would uh, hit Denny's. Uh, <laughs> nice. Which was just right outside the airport. That's awesome. Uh, and then, then, then make the drive back to her place. All right. Uh, and then, you know, on my way back, we would hit Denny's. Naturally. <laughs> on the way to the airport, because I usually wound up leaving at, like, six in the morning and having <laughs> to be at the airport at, like, four. Right. So, you know. Uh, I make poor decisions that horribly affect others. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man, I have fond memories of of uh, when I was in high school. I did theater stuff, mm. uh, and after like performances or whatever, we would we would go to Denny's. Uh, usually, it was the one by the Dayton Mall yeah. at that time. Um, that was that was where we would go to hang out in the wee hours. It was nice. I did uh, I did the drunk Denny's thing once uh, at the the one on Main Street. Uh, after spending, uh, it was a horror convention at the Dayton Convention Center. Oh wow! Uh, and I spent like all day there, and I drank all day there. Oh wow! Uh, and then after the convention, there was a punk show at Elbows. Okay. Uh, so I went to that. And drank there quite a bit. Uh, and then uh, it was also closing night of uh, 1470s. What is that? Uh, it was a uh, relatively big uh, gay club uh, in, in downtown. Okay. Uh, and my friends convinced me to, to go. It's a, it's a dance club. Sure. Uh, I had actually been there once before, but it was for a concert. Uh, but primarily, it was it was a dance club. Okay. Uh, I not a dancer. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's surprised to hear you went to a dance club. <clears throat> Me too. But you had been drinking quite a bit. At that I point. I had been drinking quite a bit. Uh, I did not drink there because it was too crowded to get to the bar. Sure. Uh, and also too crowded to do anything else, and too loud to do anything else. <laughs> and again. Not a dancer. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds just like a dance club, basically. Yeah. From what uh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, you know, I mean, this was I was in my early twenties at this point, uh, so nearly invincible, but also like hundred and fifty pounds fatter. Sure. Okay. Uh, so fat guy especially does not dance. <laughs> Um, so I basically stood against the wall and waited for my friends to decide it was time to leave, and then afterwards we went to Denny's. Nice. That's a nice memory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Bloods. I would much rather reminisce about Denny's than think about this movie any longer than I have to. It was real bad. <laughs> it was real bad. Yeah, it was. <laughs> this is by far the worst Friday the 13th movie. Okay, good to know. Uh, at least in my opinion. All right. Uh... <laughs> Uh, it is just so bland. Yeah. Which is weird, because there's a person in it with uh, telekinetic powers. <laughs> right? You would think that would not be bland. Nope. But here we are. <laughs> uh, I also feel like, you know, so, so if you're a fan of these movies, you want to see Jason kill people. Sure, yeah. Uh, there has to be a fine line, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, between uh, too much and not enough. Yeah. And, uh, I, like, I think you mentioned in, in the, the previous episode, or, or maybe... I. 
We've done so many of these. We have. They all blur together. But also, this past weekend, I listened to the How Did This Get Made episode of The Jason Lives that they did. <laughs> oh, did they do that? Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, and I just, you know, I wanted to listen to it, and, uh, so I don't know if it was you. <laughs> or, or Jason Manzucas. Right, yeah. I mean, I'll take it. That's good company to be in. What's up, jerks? <laughs> I mean, he is a national treasure. Yeah. And you are pretty close to being a national uh, treasure, I, so. I, maybe yeah. I'm a local treasure. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh... But, but uh, they mentioned in the previous movie, you know, which was Jason Lives, that, uh, you know, they, they enjoyed, or you enjoyed, uh, <laughs> the sort of vignette style of just uh, random characters popping up. Uh, I and, mentioned that. Okay, all yeah, right. That was me. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, we just see them, they get killed, and, you know, we move on. Yeah. Uh, here, there were, like, 30 characters. Mm-hmm. That, like, never really get introduced that well. And they're all fodder. Yeah. And I didn't give a fuck about a single one of them. 100%. Other, <laughs> other than Tina. Yeah. And her mom. And, and honestly, not even that much. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they were the main characters for yeah. sure. But, yeah, they're, they're not super well developed. Uh, I would say, you know, the only real... Uh, you know, sort of emotional connection that you have to, to any, or at least that I did, was to seeing Dr. Cruz die. Yeah. Because he is such a scumbag uh-huh. that you're just waiting for it. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, his comeuppance is coming up and Right. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> but, like, everyone else, you know, maybe, what was her name, Melissa? Um, was she the redhead? Uh, no, the, the, the blonde with the short hair. Oh, um, was it Melissa? I might have been, I don't know. Uh-huh. Honestly, that's another thing. Uh, I, other than Tina and Dr. Cruz and her mom, and I think Kevin? Was that the, the cousin's name? No, okay. Then I don't know anyone's fucking name. <laughs> and Jason, I know Jason Voorhees. Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got Tina, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't think Tina's mom had a name. I don't think she did, you're right. Uh, Dr. Cruz, of course. Nick, as I believe uh, who you were thinking of. Yes, Nick Myers. Yep. Cousin of Michael. <laughs> you know, was it really? No. Okay. Oh, but that's right, but his cousin. Was his cousin's name was Michael. They should not name characters in these movies the same things as famous characters in other horror franchises. You know what? I bet you it was a cutesy little wink. Yeah. Because the, the actor who played Michael Myers in the first movie was uh, Nick uh, Castle. Was he really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, who went on to direct such fine films as uh, The Last Starfighter. Oh, wow. Okay. And other things. Nice. Um, I've never seen that, but I've always thought it looked good. Yeah. I'd watch it. Yeah. All right. Making a mental note. All right. I own it. So, right. <laughs> nice. Um, so, you know, maybe it was, you know, kind of Michael and Nick. You know, yeah. Hey, we like you guys. <laughs> yeah. It's not It's not <clears throat> as overt as the references in the last one were. No, exactly. Uh, man, I was thinking about references to things like that uh, the other day, but uh, this thought is going nowhere already. <laughs> cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut it. Yep. <laughs> Pause for editing. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, T- 
Tina is a mutant. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> okay, so, so here's my theory. Um, and, and you, you sort of mentioned it while we were watching the movie. There's a part where Jason falls through a set of stairs, and then he bursts out the side, and you, you exclaimed, Harry Potter? I had had, I had been thinking about Harry Potter already. So, in one of the opening scenes of the movie, we see, uh, Tina apparently kill her dad. Yes. With these telekinetic powers that she has. Right. Has she always had these powers? How did she get these powers? Jason was in the lake while she did it. Was he? I think so. I thought he was. I don't believe so. No? Fuck. All right. That throws that completely out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I well, because then later we see like Tina has visions of Jason's murders, right? And in the Harry Potter books, there's a thing where like Harry has visions of what Voldemort is doing, uh, and I don't know how far you got in those movies if you finished them yet. I have not, so okay. we've got one to go. Okay, so you're familiar with the Horcruxes, yes? Okay, um, and, and so there, there is. It's, it's, I don't think it's a huge spoiler. To tell you that Harry is a Horcrux. Okay. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, maybe it is, sorry. Uh, if you care. Feels like it. <laughs> I feel like you can, you can figure it out, though, ahead of time. Alright. Uh, but... Is that, is that the scar? Yeah. Okay. Basically. Alright. Yeah, like, like when, when Voldemort killed Harry's mom, uh, a part of his spirit imprinted on Harry. I, I feel like Stephanie is going to be real mad at me when I do not react to her with that revelation. <laughs> you can tell her it was my fault. All she right. can DM me and, and just yell at me as much as she wants. All right. But it was a thing that I figured out ahead of time okay. when I was reading the books anyway. So maybe it's more obvious in the books than it is in the movies. I don't know. Okay. Um, but so I felt like maybe there's a similar connection between Tina and Jason. Right. Uh, in that, like, she gets his powers <clears throat> from Jason somehow. Jason being a supernatural creature <clears throat> trapped in this lake. But if Jason wasn't in the lake, then fuck that. She just has random powers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a good theory. I, I like it. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, you know, in, in practice, I guess. Uh, it's just... Uh, do not believe it because you know she's it's it's clearly a flashback. She's a little girl. Yeah. Uh, you know they probably would have shown him had he been you know in the lake when that happened. I could have sworn they did. No, they did not. Okay. Um, maybe you're thinking of the prologue. Maybe that's probably what I'm thinking of. Uh, where they showed the ending to the previous movie, right. where he is at the bottom of the lake. Um, the. Uh, yeah, th- that also would push the timeline uh, for these movies way far ahead. Yeah. Because uh, she is, I don't, I can't tell children's ages. <laughs> like, She's probably like eight or ten. Okay. In, that, in and, that opening scene. And then now probably like 18, 19. Yeah. So at yeah. least ten years, which would put this like into the 2000s I, I did read in the trivia that the director said that Jason was trapped at the bottom of that lake for 10 years okay <laughs> <clears throat> alright well then maybe Jason was in there yeah <laughs> no actually I, I guess I, <clears throat> like, I thought I remembered it that way but uh, I feel like maybe I did see something where there was debate about whether he was actually in the lake 
when that happened or not. All right. So I don't know. So, so I guess by the, so by that theory, by Jason being in the lake, like let's say that he is. Yeah. Uh, just him being there sort of made her manifest these powers. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Wibbly wobbly. I mean, I'm perfectly okay with just, you know, saying she's a mutant. Sure. And, like, in all good X-Men comics, that's, like, you know, the right around the right age when, when a, a young person would begin to manifest their powers. And, and uh, Professor X would come seek them out. That is true. Okay. And uh, here, Professor X is played by Terry Kaiser. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he really is. <laughs> He's seeking this kid out to manipulate them. <laughs> I can see it. I mean, okay, so maybe it's more of a Magneto thing. <laughs> no, see, I <clears throat> the scene where Terry Kaiser is trying to get her to move the matchbook felt like the scene in First Class where Kevin Bacon is trying to get young Magneto to move the coin on the table. Yeah. Like, so, like exactly the same. It's It's been a while, but I do remember that now. Uh, so you're saying that X-Men First Class was directly influenced by Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood. Exactly, yes. Yeah, it's a complete rip-off. <laughs> the whole movie. <laughs> it is weird when she does make a giant satellite dish turn at her will. Yeah. 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 By crying. Yeah. Yeah. It is very strange. <laughs> yeah. And then I did not expect the the finale to take place uh, in Cuba. That was very strange. <laughs> like, usually it's really contained to Crystal Lake. Right. Well, that's just Jason exploring his teleporting powers. Oh, right. Man, he really teleports in this movie. He does. I mean, there is one explicit that I can think of uh, where, where he does it. Do he teleports underwater? Yep. Yep. <laughs> That is the one. Yeah, that was that was the best one for sure. Yep. <laughs> I, d- I do like, um, oh, I don't know, like, appreciate, uh, we get playful Jason back A little in this bit. movie. Yeah. Like, he's setting up bodies and body parts left and right for people to discover. Yeah. Uh, so, as much as I did not enjoy this movie, uh, I will say this has... The absolute best kill in the entire franchise. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, you know, again, all my opinion. Right. Uh, but the sleeping bag. The sleeping bag is incredible. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I remember, like, you know, years and years ago, just, you know, flipping through channels and on cable, you know, and seeing that this movie was on, and it was like this, that scene. Oh, wow. Uh, and seeing the, the sleeping bag kill, and I was just like, oh, shit. And then just immediately changing the channel. <laughs> <clears throat> Which, honestly, uh, you know... <laughs> yeah, you saw the best part. Yep. <laughs> no, yeah, so the, the sleeping bag is a bright yellow sleeping bag. Yep. And as he's, like, dragging <clears throat> it out of this tent, I, like, it just looks like a giant banana. <laughs> And then, yeah, he just loops it and bashes it against a tree. Yep. And that's it. Yep. Uh, so, so apparently this movie was cut to pieces. That's what I read as well, yeah. Uh, so the sleeping bag, uh, apparently he whacked it three times oh, in the wow. original cut. Yeah. Uh, that's excessive. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, More comical. 
<laughs> like, it could be, like, you know, the Hulk smashing Loki. Right. <laughs> like, it could just get so... get to be so much that it turns around and is funny. I... I honestly, you know what, I feel like a sense of humor is what this movie kind of severely lacks. Definitely. Uh, and, you know, and I don't know if it's just... Because the, the director, uh, John Carl Buchler, I think is uh, his name. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he was mostly an effects guy before, you know, doing this movie. Um, and I feel like, you know, him probably coming from it at that angle, there probably would be a lot more, you know, over the top with, with the gore and the, uh, the, the, the gags and whatnot that probably would have, uh, you know brought a different touch to this movie otherwise it's mostly jason bloodlessly killing like 30 people in this movie yeah uh although that is not true because just before we started recording (laughs) we we had a a short conversation and i looked it up uh the body count for jason uh up to this point in the franchise so this is hold on, hold on. Okay, crap. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, so so this does not include Friday Thirteenth Part One. Okay. This does not include Friday Thirteenth Part Five. Sure, because it's not Jason. Exactly. Uh, so so the Jason movies up to this point, Part Seven, his kill count is fifty-seven. Wow, <laughs> that's still so many. <clears throat> And actually, it's a little more because I did not count the ones that said they were not on screen. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> yeah, and like, and most of those take place in like a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about two, three, and four. Exactly, right? <laughs> oh, uh, But wow. this one does have an excessively high one because there's a lot of characters and some of them who just show up randomly. Yeah. Uh, even though they're supposed to have been there the entire time. Yeah. It's real weird. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if maybe their scenes got cut as part of the culling. Maybe. Or just to get it down for time or something. I don't know. It was real strange. Though. Yeah. Super weird. Uh, or just, you know, they thought, oh, crap, we don't have any black people in this movie. That's probably more likely what it was. <laughs> they filmed in sequence and they got two weeks in and they were like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, at least they weren't the first to die. Right. That's true. <laughs> Oof, yeah. And I don't remember their names. I I don't either. I'm sure they had them. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they were said once. Probably. (laughs) I feel like everybody's name was said at some point, but, uh, I mean, all the guys looked alike. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most of the women... Whether they looked alike or not, they they at least all had the same fashion sense, so they might as well have been interchangeable. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I just did not give a crap. Yeah. It's it very 80s looking <clears throat> wardrobe, which is weird for a movie that takes place in the early 21st century. Though I guess it had been 20 years, so, you know, it <clears throat> rolls around. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um... So, so where are we going with that? This this then takes place in like you know two thousand. Yeah, yeah, pre nine eleven. Okay. Yeah, let's 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 go ahead and play it safe. Okay. And say ninety eight, ninety nine. Okay, fine. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's where I would have expected more of the women to have the Rachel. 
None of them did, though. Oh, they're, you know, college students. You know, and true. Some college students are just shitty about, like, you know, popular culture. And you're just like, you know, I don't watch Friends. <laughs> That's yeah. true. All right. I only watch John Hughes movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. That's that's what it was. This was a theme weekend, an eighties party. Yes, yes. All right. Wow, we cracked it. <laughs> and because Tina's been living in a hospital, she just doesn't know any better. Right. And yeah. you know, most old people just sort of stop uh, you know, changing their style at a certain point. So it all her, makes sense. Her mom is clearly just, you know, still living in the eighties. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so did you read anything about the movie specifically beforehand i know i read a bunch of imdb trivia i saw a couple things that i thought were kind of interesting uh you know i read the wikipedia right after we finished watching just to, to see if there was anything of note yeah uh the the thing that stood out to me the most was that uh so this was initially uh they attempted to pitch this as a freddy versus jason movie right uh, and then, then deals fell through, and then someone just sort of said, hey, what about Freddy versus Carrie? Uh-huh. <laughs> Which I had thought of while we were watching the movie. Yep. <clears throat> or I, I, I thought of Carrie, and I thought of Firestarter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I did actually think about Firestarter, uh, at least during the matchbook scene, for yeah. sure. Um, uh, but uh, the the other big thing that stood out to me was that uh, apparently they wanted this to be a very uh, like almost an art film. Wow. Okay. Really? They they wanted like like the producer. Uh, I think her name was Barbara Sachs or something like that. Okay. Uh, she basically said, I want this to be the Friday the 13th movie that wins an Academy Award. Wow. <clears throat> and at one point, had talked to a person to direct this film. They had, they had talked to other very high-end filmmakers. Okay. Uh, but one that they specifically mentioned, at least in the trivia section there, was a Mr. Federico Fellini. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what? Like, did he did he read a script? I hope like, he took a meeting. <laughs> I hope he considered it. I, I I hope that he molded over for a while, and, and you know, ultimately decided to pass. But it but it, it weighed on him. I really I really <laughs> hope that that's how that played out. <laughs> Did he direct a horror movie at some point? I don't know. Who directed Alien Alien Resurrection? Oh, uh, uh, that was uh, uh, Jean-Pierre Jeannot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, wow. has made amazing movies. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? I like Alien Resurrection. I've only seen it once. It's not awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as bad as everyone makes it out to be. I heard all the problems with it are from the direction and not the script. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was directed completely wrong. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the guy who directed uh, City of uh, Lost Children and yeah. uh, Delicatessen, he, yeah. he directed it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
In English is not his first language. Well, sure. <laughs> he just he can't follow those Whedonisms. <laughs> oh boy, how far has Joss Whedon fallen? Just as almost as far as you possibly can, right? Yeah. Kind of it's good. Incredible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Whoa, boy. Uh, there, there is. Um, there's one shot that I really liked. All right. Uh, and I, I mentioned it to you while we were watching. It. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's when uh, the the like is he a stoner guy? I think. Yeah, that's his main personality yeah, trait. The, yep. the, the stoner of the group uh, comes downstairs after having sex to get a snack. Yeah, and it's sort of an overhead shot of the kitchen, and it's real dark. Uh, and he comes in with a flashlight, and then there's like a flash of lightning, and just real like easy to miss. Jason is standing in the corner of the room. Completely still. Very easy to miss. Yeah. I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. You reacted, and that is the only reason that, like, I knew. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I, I said, what did I miss? Right. Because, <laughs> I mean, you gave a standing ovation. I did. You know, I, I made you pause the movie <laughs> for 15 minutes. I mean, it was like it was like con in in here. Yeah, like give that movie, give that shot the palm door, and uh, you know. So then, eventually, you sat down, and then you allowed me <laughs> to rewind it like a minute or so. Yeah, and, and then I, I saw the Jason. Yeah, uh, and, and yeah, it was really clever. Really, really clever. Uh, yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, so that this movie's garbage. Yeah, it's absolute garbage. <laughs> Uh, so, so we are, so, so with the last movie, we ended the Tommy Jarvis, uh, saga. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the thing about this movie, uh, is that it begins the run for Kane Hodder as the most consecutive actor to play Jason. Okay. Uh, people think he is the best Jason. Uh, they think he's awesome. Um, from interviews I've seen with him, he thinks he's awesome. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> he's just a dude in a mask who lumbers around. I mean, there's not a lot to it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know this is blasphemy for Friday the 13th fans, but, uh, yeah, just big deal. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big dude and tons of prosthetics. Who cares? He's Bane. Yeah. Like I mentioned it a few times. Like yeah. He's basically Bane from, from Batman and Robin. Right? Like, like he's no more or less physical than some of the other actors. And in fact, I think he's kind of less physical because he is more lumbering. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is... Uh, this movie is straight up zombie, Jason. Yes. Uh, you know, he wasn't the last one for sure, but, but, uh, here it is like he is decaying. You can see his bones. Uh, he is gross. Yeah, it's awful. There's, there is a part that I actually thought was kind of cool. Um, like the mask, part of the mask is broken away. And you can see, like, his decaying cheek and, like, his teeth and his jaw. That that I thought was kind of cool. I will say this. It's the best Jason has looked so far. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the, the director, he designed the makeup for it as well. Uh, he said he wanted to create the definitive Jason. And, and I think he did. This is the Jason that I think about. 
the the tattered clothing and uh, you know broken mask and and rotting parts, but you know just huge and lumbering. Yeah. Uh, and sorry, Kane Otter, it's not a performance. <laughs> He has no lines. Yeah. He, he wears a, a mask over his whole face pretty much the whole time. Yep. There's no emoting. Nope. Like, yeah. it's That's weird. Yeah. Is that, is he uh, the wrestler Kane? <clears throat> no, no, Kane no. Kane is a different person. Okay. Yeah. He's another person who wears a mask named Kane. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, he's a stuntman. You okay. know, uh, he, he has been in several movies, you know, not as a masked lumbering figure. He's fine. <laughs> Uh, he, he is, uh, there's, uh, another horror franchise called Hatchet, uh, which, uh, I, I love the first one. Okay. Uh, I have seen two of the other sequels with super duper diminishing returns. Okay. Uh, but he plays the killer in that too. Has more of a face, uh, admittedly, uh, and, and does give what I would consider a performance. Okay. Uh, he also, there in flashbacks, he plays the character's father, and I will say this, he's good. Okay. In that, like, he, he gives, like, an, a real emotional performance uh, in the first movie, uh, playing, you know, Hatchet's dad. Sure. <laughs> uh, but as Jason, it, 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 yeah. sorry, it could have been anybody still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, gl- glad that you got to do four of these, but you know, and who knows? Maybe in the the next you know two or three, we'll we'll see. But uh, yeah, it's just just you're just a guy. I read that the director really pushed for him to be Jason after he saw him eat a worm in another movie. Oh, it was it was more than just a worm. He oh, okay. had a mouthful of maggots. Oh, that's awful. That he uh, spat out as his character rose from the grave. That's terrible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, so this movie has at the time it was made uh, had the longest sustained uh, fire stunt uh, on record. Uh, Kane Hodder. Uh, I think it was like 40 seconds or something like that. Yeah, it's a long, long yeah, shot. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they, they filmed him, like, getting set on fire uh, and him being on fire for 40 seconds, uh, which, again, at the time was the longest. I don't know what the record is now. Yeah. But uh, Kane Otter, in the 70s, uh, while filming a movie or some sort of stunt thing, uh, got horribly, horribly burned in a fire stunt. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, I think he had, like, second and third degree burns, like, uh, all over his uh, neck. Like, Holy shit. Uh, yeah, like, when when you see him, like, you know, in a non-Jason role, you can definitely see the scarring on him. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he just, once he healed, he was just like, I'm a stuntman, this is wow. what I do. Alright, that's <laughs> like, impressive. I knew the risks. I, like, I don't think Kane Otter is, like, a terrible person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think you did. Yeah. Uh, just... <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't find myself slobbering all over him as Jason, as, like, everyone else seems to do. Yeah. Uh, he's fine. <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe if he had a utility belt like Jason did in the last month. <laughs> which I would have, wish I would have mentioned in the last episode. Because <laughs> when I saw that for the first time and watched it last week, I was like, well, where did he get a utility belt? <laughs> What does he have in there? <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, this movie sucks. Yeah, it's it's not good. Nope. Uh, and the ending. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Tina, uh, everybody else other than, uh, Nick, you said is his name? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Everybody else is dead. And, uh, Tina, uh, there's extended fighting between, uh, Tina and Jason, uh, including the aforementioned Jason being caught on, caught on fire. Yeah. Uh, the house explodes for some apparent reason. Eh, you know, gas. Okay. Gas pipes. I don't okay. know. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, they're down, down on the dock. And, uh, uh, I guess Tina summons, uh, the, the body of her dead father. Yep. To, to save them from Jason. Uh, yep. That's uh, it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, what the fuck? Uh, so, I mean, that's the one thing we did not mention so far was that, uh, that is, sort of how everything kicks off in this movie is that you know she you know as a little girl uh kills her dad right with uh, her telekinetic powers with her telekinetic powers uh you know crushing him by with a dock and uh drowning him in the lake yeah uh where jason may or may not have been <laughs> uh <clears throat> and then uh so when so Whenever this movie takes place, 1998, 1999. Yeah, ten years later. Yeah. Uh, you know, she she's there for, quote-unquote, therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and she feels guilt about killing her dad with her evil telekinetic powers. Uh, and then she runs out to the dock and tries to raise him from the dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then accidentally gets Jason... She missed. Yep. <laughs> Just because you know, Professor X hasn't taught her to control her powers yet. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh... Yeah, was her dad's just been in the lake this whole time? I guess so. Just okay. hanging out with Jason down All there. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I mean, you gotta say, he looks pretty good. He, he has not, he has not aged a day. Yeah. <laughs> Hardly any rot on him whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just like, you know, you, you look at someone, you know, 43 years old who's lived a hard life and you're just like, oh boy, you know, and then that's Jason in this movie. He, yeah. He has lived hard. Yeah. Um, and died hard. Yeah. And and uh, meanwhile, her dad, you know, is just chilling at the bottom of the lake, uh, wishing for a drink. Yeah. Wishing, <laughs> wishing his wife was there so he could beat her some more. Right? Yeah. He's not He's not a good person. No. Yeah. Why does he she love him it. so much? Yeah. yeah. They both love him so much. He deserved to die. He's a bad person. He was an alcoholic wife beater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in any other horror movie, he would wind up being the villain. Exactly. Yeah. In 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 another movie, he is the one who comes back from the lake, right, to kill everyone. Exactly. Yeah. J- Jason is there for no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but I almost I almost felt like the ends like they were trying to mirror the end of the first movie where Jason, baby Jason comes out of the lake and grabs what's or nuts out of the, the boat. Yeah. Like it almost felt like that's what they were going for. I could see that. But uh, it didn't work. No, not at all. Because <laughs> it's 
fucking stupid. Yeah, it's real stupid. This movie is stupid. <laughs> and this is a Friday the 13th movie. <laughs> right, yeah. That's that's really saying something. <laughs> Uh, I did. I read that this was supposed to be uh, that, that Tina was supposed to be a recurring character after this. Oh yeah, and uh, obviously that didn't happen. Nope. Um, the the original title of this movie was Jason's Destroyer, uh, which I guess would have been Tina. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that they clearly went in a different direction. Yeah. I mean, not that the new blood is much better. Right. Uh, at least it kind of rolls a little bit better than. Jason's Destroyer. Yeah, it's not a good title. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, yeah, this was this one's uh, was a slog. Yep. <laughs> uh, I know you you paused it about thirty minutes in uh, when it was time for the nudity. Yeah, and and you were like, "It's been thirty minutes. We've waited long enough." Yeah, and I said, uh, in complete seriousness. Has it really only been 30 minutes? Like, this movie was three hours long, I swear. When I paused it, I honestly thought it had been at least an hour. Yeah. Uh, and and still, you know, the fact that they waited 35 minutes for a nude scene in this movie, I thought, was real restraint. It was. You're uh, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, this it's such a slow-moving movie. Yeah. For, for as many kills as Jason has... Uh, I think it's because they're not fun. Yeah, I I think that with a movie like this, like all of these movies, I feel like sort of they just start and they go. Like 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 you have to begin the movie with Jason coming back somehow, right? Uh, and then once Jason is back, then you're just waiting for him to kill people, right? And I and I feel like if it's not really well done then there's not really any tension, yeah. and it just drags. Uh, you know, I still think back to, to what you said during the Friday the 13th Part 2 episode. <laughs> <clears throat> and I really thought about it a lot while watching this. It's just like, there's never a moment where I'm even the least bit scared, mm-hmm. uh, or, or jumpy, or tense. Yeah. Even. <clears throat> they try to do a shitty cat jump scare with a cat from fucking nowhere. Yeah, the cat that we've never <laughs> seen before has been in this closet for <laughs> years? Well, let's at least say days. Okay. Still, it's weird. It's at least day three of this party. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a little sick. That's alright. Uh, yeah, just... Uh, and just... There's no tension whatsoever. Like, like I just, I never gave a crap about him killing anyone, him sneaking up on anyone. No one's ever aware that he's there except for Tina. Yeah. There, uh, yeah, there is one shot where, where it, Tina it, sees him, Yeah, like, moving through the woods. And that excited me. Yeah. Like, that I felt like was the first time that... You know, somebody may be able to get the jump on him. Right. And then he just teleports away. <laughs> so it ultimately went nowhere. Yeah, like, and even, like, the beach scene where he teleports into the water. Uh, like, the woman is, like, you know, swimming in the lake and she looks and sees her dead boyfriend. 
uh, who I thought was decapitated. I thought he was too, but no, he was just like cut up the middle of his face. Okay, it was weird though, because yeah, there's a there's a closed caption of like head thumps yeah. or something. Yeah, so I thought he was decapitated as well. But like every time you know Jason puts his corpse in a new place, like he has his head still attached. Yeah. Uh, That's his his favorite corpse to play with. He did it in several locations. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I was really proud of this one. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's like even the woman seeing like his corpse on the beach, uh, knowing that, you know, clearly he's been murdered. uh, And then Jason, like, you know, Teleport jumps out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, like, even that's not tense. You know? Yeah. Like it just, it, I don't know. Just. <sighs> this whole movie was bad. Yeah. <laughs> Two things going for it. Best Jason's looked. Sleeping bag kill. Yes. <laughs> that one scene in, in the kitchen. In that the one kitchen. Shot in okay. The three, three good things. In this movie. <laughs> uh, the cat was cute. The, yeah, the Four cat was fun. <laughs> yeah. That was a cute scene. I like Terry Kaiser. Five good things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> I really do think Terry Kaiser is an underrated actor. He was great in this. Yeah. yeah. And and the character that he's playing is a total piece of shit scumbag. Yeah. Uh, and just, he's great at that. Yep. It was, it was excellent. I mean, that, that is, I mean, you know, I hate to say it, that is pretty much what he was typecast as, and it's kind of perfect. Yeah. Yeah. He literally uses a human shield against Jason. I, like... Like, you thought he was bad, and then he did that. Right. I, I think the only thing that could have made that scene better, and, and him worse, is if he had, like, literally thrown her at Jason. <laughs> right. Which I thought he was going to do for he, a second. He's basically holding her, like, not just in front of him, but, like, at arm's, arm's length. At yeah. arm's length. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a great scumbag. And so, yeah, his kill is, you know, the only kill that, like you feel anything for because you're just waiting for the moment for him to, to get it. Yeah. Uh, I think what, what might have made this movie better and you know I mentioned that Jason is really there for no apparent reason is if Terry Kaiser knew that Jason was going to be there. Oh yeah. Because like he brought Tina yeah. out there to get her stressed so that he could you know get her to manifest her powers. If he had had something to do with bringing Jason back Almost like a cabin in the woods situation, I guess. <clears throat> I could, you know, because it would have at least tied it together a little bit more. Uh, there, there is that scene where she is rooting through his desk, and she finds the the clippings of like all the Jason Voorhees articles. Yeah, and, and I wondered, like, so did he know? I had that thought as well. Yeah, you know, but but it's never explicitly laid out. It's never hinted at before any of this. Yeah, uh, you know, like it's pretty much just him being a scumbag. Yeah, uh, but not like one with like this crazy ulterior motive. And, and I think you're right. I think that would have helped somewhat. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, less kills. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. fewer characters. <clears throat> yep. More character developments. Yeah. I mean, that is honestly. With all slasher movies, like, if you have fully fleshed out characters, or at least as fully fleshed out as you can, uh, and and make you give a shit one way or the other, Mm -hmm. whether you're rooting for them to die or whether you're just rooting for them, you know, it makes it so much more effective. And, yeah, and this movie, like, even the characters we're supposed to care about, just did not. Right. (laughs) 
Like, I don't give a fuck about Carrie. <laughs> what, you mean Tina? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Jean Grey. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Hey, no, guess what? Fair. I don't. Yeah, that's fair. She's terrible. <laughs> There's a reason she died so much. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. What's, what's, a, what's a good thing from this week? <laughs> uh, you know what? I uh, read a couple comics that I really, really enjoyed. Nice. Uh, the first one, like, I had, like, no expectations going into it. I just thought, eh, this looks dumb. And then I read it, and then I was just like, this is gloriously dumb. Oh, I bet I know what it was. <laughs> uh, are you thinking that it might be the Jurassic League? Yes. Best book of the week. <laughs> I would say second best. Okay. But, but uh, yeah, it was so good. It was awesome. It was it was way better than it had any, <clears throat> any excuse to be. Yep. Uh, I remember when it, like, was solicited, I was like, well, I like Daniel Warren Johnson a lot, but he's not drawing it. And I was like, yeah, this just seems dumb, you know? I was like, hey, good. I'm glad he got this made, you know, good on him. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I, I did read it, and I thought the art was great. Uh, mm-hmm. I cannot remember the name of the artist. Juan Gideon. There we go. Is the co-writer and the artist. All right. And Mike Spicer is the colorist. All right. Good on you. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, art grid. <laughs> Could not tell you who lettered it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> well, let's credit somebody. Uh, Nate Picos. Yeah, there you know. I don't think it was Tom Napolitano. Okay, sure. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, but yeah, it was it was really fun, and, and like I said, it was it was dumb, but it was gloriously dumb. It was yeah. dumb in all the best ways. Yeah, uh, like this movie should have been. Yeah, it it made <clears throat> me laugh. Yeah. There is genuine pathos. Yep. Uh, which I did not expect. It was just, it was really, really good. Yeah. Uh, so if you're interested, this is a comic about the Justice League, but what if they're dinosaurs? Yeah. That's yeah. it. That is it. Yep. It's great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, the best book that I did read, however, this week was Eight Billion Genies. Oh, okay. <laughs> I haven't read that one yet. I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, it is such an interesting premise, and uh, at least in the first issue, uh, they do like two things that made me think, like Jesus Christ, that is smart. Okay, uh, but also fucking hilarious. Nice. All right. Uh, so the basic the basic premise of this is that uh, all at the same time in the world, every single human being gets a genie. And they get one wish. Okay. <laughs> so eight billion people get to make one wish of their choosing. So eight eight billion wishes. Eight billion wishes. Nice. Yes. All right. Uh, and uh, chaos ensues. Sure, as you would expect. Yep. <laughs> so it's it almost sounds <clears throat> like uh, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. A little bit. <laughs> uh, but if Wonder Woman 1984 were good. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, excellent. What about you, sir? Um, hmm. There's a Half Price Books warehouse sale this weekend. <gasps> I know. You okay? No. No? 
I gotta go to that. It's, it's uh, tomorrow and Saturday. At, at uh, Letter Center? No, it's at... Um, Sharonville? No, it's it's near Sharonville. It's in Westchester off, okay. of, uh, off of 275 down there. I'll send you a picture of the flyer. I've got it at home. Okay. Yeah, I forget exactly where it is. Because, <clears throat> I mean, the Sharonville Convention Center... It's not the Sharonville Convention Center. Okay. I, I was surprised. Okay. Yeah, because it's not. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I'm actually taking tomorrow off work oh. uh, to go down to that. Nice. Um, What's, what time are you going? Uh, it opens at 10, so uh-huh. I was going to go go early. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I got to sleep during the day, but, you know, I can shift my schedule around. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I'd get down there by myself. Yeah. yeah. Well, fair conversation, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> I'm excited to have a day off of work yeah. and, and to go to that and just hopefully they'll have some, some comics to root through and it's always yeah. fun to look anyway. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. All right. Um, I, we're also uh, we're finalizing the adoption of our dog this weekend. Yay! So yeah, do, do you have a name yet? His, his name is Pippin. Yeah, uh, short for uh, Peregrine Took from Lord of the Rings. Oh, I thought it was about the musical. Not not the musical, not Scotty Pippin. Okay, spelled the same. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, he's a Hobbit. Okay. <laughs> well, that's adorable. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm I'm, I'm glad that. Uh, I'm glad that this dog has found his forever home. Me too. Yeah, and I'm glad we can give it to him. Uh, I hope that he calms down a little bit, but we'll see. (laughs) Keep reaching for those stars. (laughs) As I say every single day about my cats, I hope you calm down someday soon. (laughs) He will be here two years next month. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Yep. Oh, what's the next one of these? <laughs> so the next one is, in my opinion, a goodie. Okay. Uh, it's also one that a lot of people give it shit for stupid reasons. Okay. Uh, it is the second Kane Hodder one, of course. Of course, naturally. The best the best Jason. The best Jason ever. <laughs> uh, it is uh, Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Nice. All right. We're going to New York. Excellent. You know what? I'm sick of fucking Crystal H. Why do people keep going here? I'm excited to see see a change of venue. I'm with you. I you know I am with you for sure. It's weird that the title is a rip off of a Muppet movie, but otherwise I'm excited. I think it's brilliant that it's a ripoff of a Muppet movie. What if they did one of those, uh, you know, remake the movie with all Muppets, but one person is a human? What if they did that with this, and Jason is the only human? I'm in. I would, I would love it. Totally in. <laughs> you haven't even seen it yet, and you're in. It's Muppet, Muppets, <clears throat> Jason takes Manhattan. God. The crossover we need. God damn it, it just writes itself. Is Charles Grodin in that one? Uh, or is he in the first Muppet? I believe he is in 
is he the first one or the Great Muppet Caper? Oh, maybe he's in the Great Muppet Caper. I don't know. I feel like it's Caper. I've never seen any of those movies. I know. I know. I saw the the 2009 one or whatever with Jason Segel. I have not seen that one. I enjoyed that one. I would I would like to go back. I, I have seen the Muppet Christmas Carol many, many times. I've never seen that. Oh, that one's so good. That one's great. Right. It's the best adaptation of A Christmas Carol. Maybe uh, this is what we do after uh, Friday the 13th. I would be so down for that. <laughs> Off-air conversation. Okay. <laughs> All right, next week, uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.